All right, we're back with Book of Experts TV, and today we're talking about blind spots. Do you have an entrepreneurial blind spot? And if you do, how would you know, right? Uh, a lot of people think blind spots are just we're not paying attention, but the truth is it's actually a blind spot on the brain. Literally, you can't see something that might be right there in front of you. Your brain is not allowing you to see it. The, the technical world word for this is a scotoma, but we're going to dig deeper into this topic of what are your blind spots and what do you do about them with today's guest in just a moment. Time for Book of Experts TV. Topics you love. Experts you trust. Friction-free referrals. Tried. Tested. Trusted. This is Book of Experts, brought to you by salesman.me. All right, so welcome to Book of Experts TV, Mallory Nicole. I've been so excited to have you on here, guesting, and, and excited to talk to you about what you've been doing. But first, before we do any of that, big congratulations in order, because I know you've had uh, big, big uh, uh, news. I won't, I won't share all the news. That's your choice. But lots happening in your, in your life. So uh, from all of us, uh, big congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Our wedding survived the pandemic. So <laughs> for that. <laughs> yes. Well, it's an interesting environment to do that, but uh, we're, we're really happy for you and uh, saw the pictures and you guys looked awesome. Martina was raving about your dress. So uh, we just thank the world of you and glad, glad to see you guys so happy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Let, I want to talk about uh, this concept of blind spots. Now, this has been your work for a while, but can you first dive into like what what is a blind spot? How do you think about it, and and why is this such a big factor in the entre entrepreneurial world? Yeah, blind spots has I think a little bit of a negative connotation to it. When you think about it, it's like oh, what are my blind spots? There's a little bit of nervous energy that could be associated with it, but really, I think think it's exciting because what a blind spot is, is once it's identified and uncovered, that's where opportunity and growth really lie. So without blind spots, we don't really know where our opportunity is and where expansion can be held. So what a great thing to have. And we all have them. You know, we all share this. Nobody's uh, cut out as someone that doesn't have any blind spots. Everybody has them. We all can accept that. It's part of life. It's part of business. But underneath those is really great expansion opportunity it's it's kind of like the uh, entrepreneurial space being a business owner is the is the world's greatest personal development plan you could ever be on and it's not one track for everyone we all have our own journeys but it forces us to evolve and level constantly level up because the business environment around us is changing we're changing and how we re respond to it you were specifically with executives and entrepreneurs uh, why and how did that start? Oh, and by the way, before you answer that, I just want to say yeah. you also got a shout out from uh, Nishant. Uh, it's on the screen. Nishant oh, says, hi, Mallory. Yeah, <laughs> so nice I want to make sure. I want to get that in there. there. Thanks, Nishant. Appreciate you. you jumping in. Thank you. So I actually, I'll make this one quick because it is a little bit of a lengthy answer. I started out dealing with some health problems and that got me into the health world and that quickly led to realizing that i was supposed to be doing mindset work with business owners and entrepreneurs it was almost one of those things where every single step was in front of me 
And there was no denying or ignoring the fact that it was all just kind of happening. It wasn't by plan. I didn't have, you know, a business plan laid out to start working with business owners in the realm of mindset, but it feels very right. And here we are years later and I'm still doing it. And it's all just part of this big grandiose plan that I couldn't see. Your work is, you use the phrase, it feels right. And I think that's a really important aspect to your work because you're not just doing strategy or just goals or sort of the intellectual logical approach to this. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to use a word. I'm not sure if it's the right one, the way you frame it, but an intuitive approach, uh, to your coaching and, and development with your clients. Is that fair, a fair way to describe it? Yeah. You know, I think we all have an intuitive side to us that sometimes people maybe identify with that more in terms of like something that they're not super comfortable with. It sounds kind of woo woo. It sounds a little out there, but the truth is, is that we often already know our best step. And as, as much as I accept all of that, I really am super practical. That's just kind of my nature. I am still a very logical, practical person, but I do believe that we often do not listen to or make the best decision because of all of the conditioned beliefs about ourselves, about the world, about what we're capable of. So that voice gets kind of watered down and there's a disconnect between that voice and that really shows up in business more than people realize, because a lot of people will find themselves in paths where they feel like they're constantly trying to outwork their problems. They're, they're addressing the same thing over and over and over again, and nothing is changing. And I really find that it's that disconnect from that internal voice that we all have access to. Yeah, I, I love that way of describing it. So when, when, when entrepreneurs are seeing themselves working harder, but maybe stuck or uh, bottlenecked or not able, like they're, they're sort of repeating and not moving ahead the way they expect, is that then uh, in, an indication that there is a blind spot there that they're not aware of? Yes, 100%. And I hear all the time, well, I'm an entrepreneur and this is the level of stress that I'm supposed to have. I don't agree with that. I, I don't think it makes sense. I think we've conditioned how much stress we are all supposed to have. I think that we all do need to be challenging ourselves and growing. And I'm not a fluffy person. Owning a business is not easy. It's challenging. You wake up every single day and you face new challenges. It's, it's not like you have a five-step process and you've got it all figured out and you press the on button and that's it. But that being said, I do think we have stretched the limits of what we're supposed to be feeling and what owning a business really is supposed to look like, because there's so many people out there that have businesses. And to be honest, they're, they're lying to themselves a little bit about how they really feel. They're not happy with the, th the way things are flowing. They no longer have a personal life because they're sacrificing every hour of every day for their business. And these are things that we need to begin talking more about because there's only this much of a lifeline for that kind of, you know, space in your life, you're going to get burnt out. And it happens all the time. Yeah, a lot of us go into the entrepreneurial space, because we're, it's the freedom, it's the ability to make a big impact and transform the world around us. It's so attractive. Uh, but if we don't set things up, in many ways, we end up creating a job for ourselves, it's more restrictive with less freedom than what we initially uh, intended. I think that's. I think that's. That is the big issue that I'm seeing in the the sort of entrepreneurial world around me. We work with 
uh, expertise-based entrepreneurs, so folks that have a real specialty, they're trading on something more than just a commodity. But I see so many folks who ha have these gifts and essentially they're locked up because of some of these different aspects. Some of the locking up is up here and some of it's in the systems of their business. So I think it can be, this can be solved different ways. How do you know what is gonna be the right approach for the folks that you're working with? And I, th I think this is a segue into the assessment. You, I really am excited to hear more about what you're doing with the blind spot assessment. Yeah, so one of my favorite things is to really help people understand what their patterns, what their thinking patterns are really allowing or not allowing them to do. So for example, someone might say, you know, I'm working 15 hours a day. It's just where I'm at right now in my business. It's just the way that things are. But to me, that's an indicator of a handful of things. You might be working 15 hours a day, but I want to know why. What is limiting or stopping you from making decisions that solidify what really needs to be done and hone in your zone of genius and allow you to create the space outside of working 15 hours a day that you want? And a lot of people I find often say, you know, but but I love my business and I love this work. And to a degree that is true, but I, I think there is something that's, there's a level of suffering in the entrepreneurial community that no one really talks about because nobody wants everybody to think that they don't have what it is that they're positioning themselves to have online. Right. So if you're positioning yourself to have the six or seven figure business, you don't want people to know that you're actually a little bit more stressed out than you might want to admit publicly. And oh, hundred percent. This is this is a huge problem that I'm seeing on social media because folks are so I call it aspirational, but they're projecting where they want to be. But sometimes there's some real hurt and suffering underneath the surface, and you can't get help if you're not sort of acknowledging that and you're just projecting everything. The world is great. Everything's perfect. Right. Right. And I actually don't believe I think that in the coaching space, there's a lot of, well, you should just be completely vulnerable with your audience and tell them everything that's going on and just show up in your truth and, and all that. I don't actually think that that is a healthy boundary for your personal life and your business. I think there there does need to be a degree of where you have your life and you have your business. You don't have to project and share everything that's going on online. But are you giving yourself space to address it yourself? And are you giving yourself the opportunity to see why do these patterns continue to exist? And maybe it is a systems thing, but where in your thinking have do you have the blocks that have not even allowed you to ask for help to address the systems problem in problem in your business? So is that what the assessment is is then doing is helping to identify those patterns and the, the assessment is uh, my I'm going to my understanding is that you've done these uh, hands on. So in, a, in essentially a one to one conversation, but now you have a, an, a device, an assessment that people can take and sort of feed that information in. And then you meet with them to sort of talk about uh, what the results are. Is that right? Yeah, after thousands of the same conversation with business owners, it was really easy for me to develop 10 questions. It's it's not even a 200 question assessment. It's 10 questions. And from the answers of those 10 questions, actually, it's nine because one of them is what is your email address? Those nine questions, it helps me see exactly what might be the subconscious pattern, the old pattern, the real block that's stopping somebody from experiencing the fulfillment that they want to be experiencing in their business and in their life. So, so why are we not, if, 
why are we not aware? Like why, where, what is creating this as a blind spot? Are we turning a blind eye to it or is there something else going on that we're not aware of? Well, it's, it's really hard to see your own stuff. It's really, really hard to see your own stuff because if it wasn't a blind spot, it wouldn't be a blind spot, which I mean, it's, it sounds so silly, but you would already be aware of it. So they call it a blind spot for a reason. Like you don't actually have awareness to these patterns that you're doing. And I will say some people actually do come to me and say, Hey, I realize that I'm, I'm doing this thing over and over again and I can't seem to stop. You know, I've told myself that I don't want to keep doing this offer or I don't want to keep doing this model of business or I want to see this type of growth and I'm not doing anything to make that happen. It seems like what I'm telling myself and what I'm doing, those two things are not matching up. They're not linking and I need to understand why. So there's kind of two different areas. Sometimes we're completely blind to it. Sometimes we have no idea that these are the blocks and this is what we're doing. Other times we're aware of it and we realize this is not a business problem. I'm creating this and I'm doing this and I need to figure out what am I thinking is causing it. Okay, got it. So my understanding of this, again, I'm feeding it back because if I'm wrong, you'll correct me. And if not, then other folks can hear it. Sort of my interpretation. This is like high performance coach, like think Olympians. We have, if you're an Olympian, you have a coach because someone on the outside has to be looking at your form, your position, your body position, all the things because these minute differences, these slight shifts that we make end up uh, compiling and getting us best results. So you're combining business strategy because you have that in your background plus this high performance coaching into one package and it's specifically targeted to executives and entrepreneurs. Yeah, and I spend a lot of time in the beginning with people really uncovering what those subconscious patterns are. And I think that's a, a little bit of what is differentiates the high performance model because I don't know, I can't speak for every high performance coach out there, but working on what those baseline patterns are helps people really create new ones. And that's the biggest portion of work that I do at the beginning with people. It's a three month intensive, really looking at what are these blocks? Where are they coming from? What's going on here so that you can really understand yourself differently and behaviorally things will start to change. When you change what's going on up here, your behavior starts to change and that's just science. <laughs> Hundred percent. Yeah, we. I, I think we have to sell ourselves on where our focus is going to be, on what we're, you know, whether we're selling a product or service or just interacting with the world. We have to sell ourselves on on being the best version of, our, of ourselves first. So it is starting there, and then it trickles down. I want to talk a little bit about the podcast because I know this has been a big driver for you. Uh, you built great relationships through the podcast, but it's also a really important part for folks, the right folks that are going to work with you really get to know you. I mean, it's it's that experience where you're right there in their ear sharing uh, some of your experiences and insights through the podcast. Tell me about how that started and where, where that's been going. Yeah, you know, my business model, it never felt right to do some kind of like webinar or big marketing funnel or anything like that. Um, and I just really love talking to people. I love talking about things. I love sharing stories. I love getting to know people. And that is an integral part of the podcast. And then I also do small solo episode, episodes on Mondays that 
speak specifically to some type of mindset topic. They're not an hour long. They're literally 10 minutes. They go out every single week. And that really just helps me talk a little bit more about, hey, these are the things that I'm seeing clients talking about. Hey, th these are the things that I see other colleagues and people in the business world talking about that they're struggling with. And here's what I want you to know. This is how this stuff connects into maybe your past and maybe your background and your history. And this is why these two parts of your brain really come together and are such an important role in how you make decisions, how you lead your team, some of those soft skills that maybe don't get as much attention in the business world, why they're so important. I, uh, while you were sharing that, we, we looked at on the screen a little bit at the website. That's Mallory-Nicole.com. We also looked at the podcast page. I see you've got the player there. And we were looking at some of the more recent episodes and the, the titles of those. Um, what are you most excited about now? You've had a big, already a big uh, spring. I mean, this it's been a weird year anyway, right? <laughs> with, with everything going on. But uh, you've already had big events. What are you most excited about? next what's the next chapter you know i'm i'm really excited collectively about the fact that we're we're in a little bit of a low as as far as society goes we're in a little bit of a low and i think that's how our personal growth works too you know we're not always high we're not always low it goes kind of like this and we keep going up and up and up while we're on that journey and collectively we're kind of doing that right now too there are some people that are still very stuck in business. There are some people that are really having to figure out what's next for them because of the impact 2020 has made in their business and in their life. But what a great time to look at opportunity. Right now, we are being faced with our blind spots, both, both per personally and as a society. And in that there is so much opportunity to grow and do things different. And I'm actually kind of excited about that. Yeah, that, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because we, this has been a topic on the last couple of weeks, we've been doing our news panel discussions and we've had multiple guests talking about this, you know, factor of, I, I really didn't realize this. And so the, the sort of conversation that's happening uh, at a, uh, community, global, uh, uh, national scale, you know, all different levels has made me step back. I'm listening to what's going on and I'm realizing, you know what, I thought I knew, but I didn't really know because I was completely uh, just not even thinking about these other aspects. And that's now being brought to the surface. Not always comfortable conversations to have, but certainly growth opportunities. They aren't. But what is so important, and I try to remind myself all the time too, is that an uncomfortable conversation, you're just trying to avoid the emotion. That's all it is. And emotions all have lifelines. We don't live in a low emotion forever. It's just a really short experience. And if we can face that emotion that the conversation might bring, we can grow. Oh, that's a great that's a great way of framing that. Uh, one last question, Mallory, and then we'll talk about uh, you know uh, links and how folks can enter your world. You know, make sure they get to the podcast, they get to the assessment if they're interested. But the last question I have for you was I wanted to ask about what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh, the best. Is there, is there one that stands out more than any other? You know, I don't know. Maybe this is just a combination of mentors, books, all kinds of things. But I, I really go back to questioning myself. And I do not mean that like you might think I mean it because we have a tendency to overthink everything. But 
I haven't challenged and given myself an opportunity to grow. So for example, if you're somebody that has a goal and you say, hey, I wanna reach, I wanna reach six figures and I'll just use a financial one because that's easiest. Everyone in business thinks about finances. What has stopped you from maybe questioning, well, what if I could reach 150 instead of just 100? You know, really questioning the things that we tell ourselves we're capable of. I think that's really important. And I don't think we do enough of it. Yeah, I love that. I think uh, the scope of what we're trying to achieve, uh, sometimes moving that in a, in a way that we're uncomfortable with actually seems to unlock some doors. And sometimes the time even, uh, I think it's Tim Ferriss that has a, one of the one of these guys, I, I'm pretty sure I heard it through Tim Ferriss, whether it came from him originally or not was, you know, what if I could accomplish this, you know, three year goal in the next six months? Like Exactly. You know, exactly. what, what would that, what could that look like? And it's kind of fun to play those thought experiments out because maybe it's wild and crazy, but you know, maybe it, it leads us to a different way of thinking that actually does unlock one of those doors. Well, so. and what's the worst that can happen? You don't <laughs> reach that goal, but you get a little bit closer than you thought you could. <laughs> That's right. Shoot for the moon. You're going to at least uh, land amongst right. the stars. So uh, Mallory, I so appreciate you taking a little bit of time to uh, talk with us, uh, share what you, the work that you've been doing. Tell us about the new ass uh, assessment, the blind spot assessment, because I'm excited about that. I know you've been getting yeah. a, into a bunch of conversations. People are eager to hear more about it. If someone out there catches this, whether it's our live viewers or some of the folks through the replay, where should they go to tap into the blind spot assessment? Yeah, the best place to go is my website. And actually the easiest place to, the way to get to my website is to go to abundantlyclearpodcast.com, then hop over to the contact page and email me and I will send you the instructions to set one up. And the thing about these assessments is that right now, I don't know if this will be evergreen, but right now I'm still doing these for, for free, which is, that has a lifeline of its own that will change eventually. But if you are somebody that really thinks that you might need to start focusing a little bit more on the personal growth side of things, you invested in masterminds, you've worked with business mentors, and you're just sensing that there's just something different showing up for your growth and you want to take a blind spot assessment, go to the contact page on my website, email me, and I will send you the instructions to set it up. Uh, I appreciate that. So folks out there, um, if what you're hearing from Mallory speaks to you, uh, don't don't sit on it, right? You snooze, you lose. It's available to you right now. Uh, sounds like it's going into paid territory uh, at some point in the future. So make sure you reach out. Uh, you can go to the abundantlyclearpodcast.com. You can get in touch with Mallory. She'll help you set up those things. And you know, do you have a blind spot? I don't know, but how would you know if you don't step in and, and start to figure this out and actually get those other set of eyes on uh, and get into a conversation with someone who can help you. So again, thank you, Mallory, and I uh, appreciate you coming on for Book of Experts TV. Thank you, Tobin.